Good morning and welcome back. You're listening to Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. We have no one to throw in time out today. I mean, no. do we? No. 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 Unless you want to throw Billy McFarlane in timeout. I mean, technically, time Billy McFarlane, he's, he's not even in timeout. He's in, he's in federal prison. Spoiler! Um, I watched the, the, the Fire Festival. Remember that? From 2016 is when it was. Yep. And uh, there are now two dueling documentaries out. One on Netflix, one on Hulu. And Ryan watched the one on Hulu from last week. And I watched the one on Netflix, which is just called Fire, F-Y-R-E. The greatest party that never happened is what they call it. Uh, this is this is worth your time, my friends. This is worth, worth your time. It is, if you remember the Fire Festival at all, it was being hyped as perhaps the greatest music festival of all time. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was going to be so exclusive. Although they were having up to 6,000 people, they had rented... An island, not rented, they had first purchased, or so they told people, Pablo Escobar's former island. Yeah. They purchased it. Turns out, uh, there were some things that they forgot whenever they made this agreement with Pablo Escobar's family, namely... Electricity? Well, that's a problem, but also, more specifically, a problem for them. You can't mention Pablo Escobar. And then, in the first release that they put out there the viral video that they tried to get people getting all excited about fire festival in this documentary, they show that they were like formerly Pablo Escobar's oh private God. Island. So why that matters is because not too far out from the fire festival, maybe a couple months, they found out they could not do it on Pablo Escobar's Island after they had been planning this and they had to move to this other Island, which is not private and is part of just, you know, it's like down the street from a sandals resort and there's just a village, there's a town, there's a people live there in this part of uh, the Bahamas. So it was not as exclusive as they said it was going to be, which meant that it was didn't have anywhere close to the feel that they made it feel like on like these viral luxurious videos. Because what exclusive. Billy McFarlane and Ja Rule did, whenever they uh, came up with, they came up with this app called the Fire app, F-Y-R-E, mm-hmm. and this is a way for people to go on and book big-name celebrities, big-name musical acts, at their private functions. So they were catering to the very affluent and they were saying, hey, if you want to book so-and-so at your party, just open the app. You'll see what the price is, see if the date's available. Boom, it's booked. So the Fire Festival was meant to be a marketing opportunity for the Fire app. That's what they were trying to do. Okay. And my goodness gracious, Billy McFarland, who is touted throughout much of the documentary as a really smart entrepreneur who is a visionary, sees things and realizes, oh my goodness, this could actually work. He is equal parts genius and total donkey. Just a dummy. (laughs) Total dummy. If I had a nickel for every time my wife was just chiming in from the other couch, this guy is so dumb. (laughs) But people were still following him and they they do a really nice job of showing when they fly all of these models down and they fly all of these instagram influencers Mm -hmm. down to what at the time was pablo escobar's island which is where they thought it was going to be and they make it look like it's going to be outstanding and there's just beautiful model after beautiful model they're out on boats they're doing fun things on this island. There's a huge campfire one night, and they're all boozing it up and looking this hot. This is the promotional This is the promotional material. video that went okay. out. And that's what they were selling 
all of these other people was, hey, come down. This is what the festival's going to be like. What did they get? Well, they got Jack Crab. They, <laughs> they got, got like there. refugee camps. They had tents. actual FEMA tents oh. that had been used for um, some sort of a hurricane relief. Leftover tents like that. Uh, they had to bring in sand because much of where they were building ended up being gravel, not these beautiful white sand beaches. Oh my god! The night before the festival uh, goers were to arrive, there was a massive torrential downpour. Yeah. <gasps> the tents were not finished, which means all of the beds were soaked. Soaked. They had mattresses strewn about. Now, when everybody started arriving, what they did, they delayed. There was no way they were going to get everything done in time. People all around Billy McFarlane were saying, we have to cancel. I know canceling sucks. That's bad PR. I get it. You know what's worse PR? This. What will happen (laughs) otherwise? Yes, exactly. What we're living in. Sure enough. They divert people in school buses. You're, they're making it out like you're going to be private jets going down there. No, it was not. It was a normal plane that was chartered that they threw up a fire logo on the side of. Oh, my God. People get there. They divert them to a restaurant and uh, just start essentially pouring tequila down their throats. Blaring music. They said, turn the music up as loud as possible so that they feel like they're like a <laughs> festival and they're drunk. That uh, here's the problem about being drunk. You don't stay drunk forever. You wake up and you feel crappy. And that happened for those people that night when they got uh, ushered over to the disaster relief portion, a.k.a. the villas. These were meant to be the private villas. And they were these FEMA tents and people got there. And then there's all of this footage. Here's what's unique about this documentary. The one on Netflix, and I'm sure the same can be said for the Hulu one. All of these social media influencers who are there, not the same ones that were there, not the supermodels, but just, you know, people with hundreds of thousands of followers who do whatever and were invited to be a part of it. They all have their phones. So they get all this amazing footage of them arriving. And then the mad dash that people have, like they're looting. They're going to these tents and they're all trying to get extra mattresses and dry things. And it is hell on earth, hyperbole. It looks so Terrible. And then by the next day, the next morning, they have to officially cancel the event to the point where Billy McFarlane has them write due to circumstances out of our control. And he had people working for him saying, no, you can't say that. These were these were in our control. You can't say out of our control. You can't double down on the lie with another lie. Were there artists there ready to perform Mm -mm. before people got on the planes, as in like a day or two before? People started pulling out. The big musical acts started pulling out. Because they started realizing that they were putting it on social media saying, hey, we realize that we're not going to be able to give you the show that we said we would. Also, these musical acts noted something seemed amiss when they were getting offered two and three times their normal appearance fee just to be here. So that seemed a little bit bizarre. But here's one of the craziest parts about this. The thing goes to hell. The the event gets canceled. We're People, talking about the Fire Festival, by the way, if you're just joining us and Steve watched the Netflix documentary. Yes, and the Netflix one is called Fire, F-Y-R-E, the greatest party that never happened. Uh, there's one available on Hulu as well, Fire Fraud. Uh, but the, the Netflix one, after it all gets canceled and people are struggling to get off the island, Billy McFarlane uh, gets arrested a few days later. And then he's out on bail. And he's convinced he's not going to go to jail. So what does Billy McFarlane... After he's had to like sell his place and all that, what does he do? He rents out some hotel room, which again, he does not have money for because the guy has grossly lied about all sorts of financials. And then he starts another scam on 
camera, Donna. He says, I realized at one point he says, I realized the more footage, the better. And he starts this New York VIP email scam. Oh my where God. They're recording the guy who's saying, Hey, we, uh, we got you two tickets to the masters down in uh, Augusta, Georgia. We want to know if you want to be a part of it, blah, blah, blah. Trying to sell this same high life scam that he's been selling. And he does it on camera. And here's what's going to happen with Billy McFarlane. I, I hope his life somehow gets redeemed and something comes of this, but I got a bad feeling. He's scheming with people right now. He's serving a six year sentence in federal prison and he's going to come out and Billy McFarlane will start another scheme. Oh all my over again. God. This sounds like a, a sickness how is it that ja rule got away with not going to jail because he was one of the organizers right did he just not know about any of this i would just say wire fraud and that's a good question i don't know because he just put out a statement saying i had an amazing vision to create a festival like no other i would never scam or fraud any anyone what sense does that make that's what he tweeted yesterday Interesting. Well, he might have some more questions to answer as time goes on. Uh, Fire, the greatest party that never happened, is available on Netflix right now. How many Garys? Four Garys. Four Garys. All right, good to know. When we come back, mm, maybe not so much for Jimmy Buffett, who uh, sang the national anthem at the NFC Championship game in New Orleans yesterday, and then he dropped the mic. Literally dropped the mic. No. (laughs) We'll tell you about it when we come back on My Talk 1071.